Food Forest Farms Coffee Club. Well, what is that? I'll tell you. For 40 bucks a month, you get old scrambling with his over two decades experience in the specialty coffee industry, roasting two pounds of coffee for you on a certified micro batch clean air roaster. Now, if you just said, what the hell did he just say? Go to foodforestfarms.com and click on the coffee information or the coffee logo and go read all the stuff I have to talk about clean air roasting and why a better technology with superior beans makes an incredible cup of coffee. So basically, for the same price that you will pay Starbucks for single origin coffees, you'll pay me. You will get coffee delivered to your door as well as an NFT to my coffee club, which will also get you four tickets a year free to thesquatchfest.com. So twice a year you get four tickets to the Squatch Fest. You get half off at any workshops or seminars that I'm putting on at my place. And you get a direct pipeline to me, business consulting, advice, whatever. Lots of people find 40 bucks of value out of the two bags of coffee and all the other benefits. So join us, foodforestfarms.com. Join the coffee club today. All right, see ya. Bam! You made it to another Scrambling University. Welcome. Relax. Sit down. Fire up a fatty. Oh, we're just get grooving here with. Uh, so this is fish from last night. Um, this is called cars, trucks, and buses. It's a nice little jam. There we go. We'll get that under 18 thing right out of the way. <laughs> that usually does it. Here, I'll play it sideways for you, Karen or Kyle. Sorry if my medicating upsets you. You can click that narc button right on the side. Or suck it. Either way, I don't give a fuck. Bye, Kyle. Bye, Karen. See you later. All right, all right. Now, for those of us left in the building, let's get on with the fucking show. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, thanks to the Lots Project over there. Uh, blasting every Friday. <laughs> Hey, what the fuck are you guys going to do this weekend? Get off your asses. Go do some shit. So, um, yeah. It was great. Uh, 
So I think I told you guys I went to that forging class like last week. Um, but then it ended up Candace sat in traffic for like seven of her eight working hours, I think, that day. Um, so, yeah, when it came time to go to class, she was like, if I have to get back in the car, I'm going to knife you uh, <laughs> after we make our knives. Uh, so I was, uh, yeah, so I called the Forge place. And I was like, hey, I see right here on your ticket, it says, like, there's a big fee for rebooking or whatever, but I don't want to get shivved. So, uh, can I rebook? So, yeah, they let me rebook for the next Friday. Uh, we planned it a little bit further ahead than I did last time. I tend to do things spontaneously. Um, no, never, never. Relax. So, there we go. Got to get Monday off, right? Come on. <laughs> oh. Yeah, notice. Notice. Took my, uh, three giant bong ribs. No coughing, spitting, wheezing. Ah. Go back a few episodes to last week before I started my highly experimental and definitely not recommended hydrogen peroxide uh, treatment. Oh. So, uh, that bottle of 3%, um, yeah, just so you know out there in case you people are dumbasses, which, you know, maybe. Uh, hydrogen peroxide comes in different bottles. Usually they're different colors, but don't count on that medical shit that says for, uh, oh, what does it say? It says for dental abrasions or something. So it's like you can use it in your mouth. Um, that means, you know, inside an orifice. Uh, yeah. Don't try swallowing it, but I dare you. You'll fucking puke. Guaranteed. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, if you ever have to puke for some reason, it's a super secret trick. Fucking hydrogen peroxide, good luck keeping that down. I don't even think you get like a centimeter down your throat before it's coming back up. Burn like fucking hell, that's what it would do. Uh, but anyway, uh, I got so sidetracked. I forgot what I was telling you first. Uh, oh yeah, about the knife making class. I'll get back to the hydrogen peroxide story. Uh, so, yeah, so Saturday we were, so Friday we knew we were going to go to the class all day. It was a beautiful day. Uh, yeah, we went down to the, uh, we went down to the beach. Uh, yeah, we've been going, now Now that we're rock hounders, <laughs> I know how to look for agates and shit. Uh, we did that Friday afternoon. How to guarantee not having a scrappy do make a cameo on your show? That's it. That's all you have to do. Remember how I told you earlier we trained him on the maraca? Maraca! <laughs> that means they're being bad. <laughs> Look up. I think the rocks sound close enough to maraca. So Scrappy fucking hates it. Uh, so, uh, we got ourselves a rock tumbler at Harbor Freight. Uh, this is one of the first ones. Ah, see the shiny shine? That's only uh, 80 grit. Uh, here, here's a cool one. These are not like the really cool ones that glow. 
those are going on for further processing. Uh, uh, oh God, I wish. I'll bring the glowy ones out Wednesday. Um, it's so funny. I love hunting for anything. It keeps you sharp. Uh, so, yeah, when we went down on the beach, uh, we've been going at different uh, tides at different times a day. So, I have determined that out of your peripheral vision at a 90-degree angle to the sun is optimal for seeing rocks that transmit sunlight which means they're actually crystals, they're not rocks. Because rocks don't transmit light, rocks block light. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday I mucked around with polarized glasses <laughs> and it seemed I could find them better just off the sun line and the shade line with the polarized glasses. They, they had a, I don't know if anybody else can see it or not, but they have a glow to them. I could just pick them out. <laughs> Uh, I got a whole tin of them in there and uh, I got two more sets of them in the rock tumbler tumbling. So I'll show you those when they come out. Uh, be interesting to see. I think they're going to come out like um, anywhere from red to blue to green to clear quartz marbles. We'll see. We'll see. That's why we got them in the rock tumbler. Oh, hey, look. Western medicine is poison. It's coming by on the scroller. Oh, hey. I've never seen the scroller uh, type on top of itself before. That was, that was interesting. <laughs> Maybe if you say things YouTube doesn't like enough, they censor your scroller? I don't know. I don't know. Free minds, free markets. I know that. Free markets, free minds. I know that. Oh, that's funny. That's not getting censored. That was just that part about medical shit that they screwed up the work. Uh, that's how, well, interesting. It's like when the F-15 strafe jack in the morning. Uh, shit, by the way, if you didn't listen to Survival Podcast this morning, I think he's banned on YouTube right now. So maybe the podcast will come out later today. Uh, something about like truths that aren't truths or some shit like that. But anyway. It was live on Odyssey a little bit ago. Woo! Fire today. Fire. Go listen to that. Go listen to that. You'll, you'll appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Friday, uh, so we went rock hounding. Ah, it was a good low tide. We got some good rocks. Uh, and then we went to, oh, sorry. Picking blackberry thorns out of my palms. Fuck. Uh, that's Saturday. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, so yeah, so we went to uh, we went to the Forge class Friday night as date night. Date night, Friday night. Oh, super fun hanging out with Chicken Joe. Yeah, we did a Saturday night date night. Uh, we cruised to uh, get a bag of dicks. <laughs> That's some super Seattle kink right there. Been around forever. Uh, so yeah, so we got a bag of dicks and then, uh, yeah, where did we go? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. We headed up, uh, we headed up into the city cause you'd never fucking know how the traffic's going to be. And we were like, meh, we'll eat it up there. And, uh, <laughs> okay. For those of you on the podcast, 
uh, Bag of Dicks refers to one of the oldest burger places in Seattle. They still wear like little white paper, uh, like little boat looking hats and like have little bow ties. Um, there was a huge controversy like four years ago whether they should accept any form of electronic payments. Uh, it was cash only until like 2019. They've been around since like 1919 or some shit. I don't know, a long fucking time. It's the grandkid that runs it now. And he's pretty fucking down. He's been like, hey, city of Seattle, seriously suck some dick. I am not putting another restaurant in the fucking city limits of your city. And we have to close them. We're moving them out of your fucking city until you get your shit show together. So the oldest, coolest burger house that Candace and I went to on our wedding night and bought everybody hamburgers or whatever the fuck they were eating. <laughs> Hi, Rach. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. We bought the restaurant dinner, I guess. Uh, uh, <laughs> when we dropped by the fucking limo bus. Oh, hey, look at that. Rachel shows up. There's Josh. Oh, fuck. Let's see. Uh, that's a dream. Hold up, Pendejo. I gotta make some adjustments in the greenhouse. Oh shit! Could you, you hear the music the in the background? Is he what in the background? Could you hear the music in the background when when I was talking? Uh, a little bit. I just I just tuned in. Yeah. I just got to park somewhere where I got Wi-Fi. So I'm gonna unplug the uh, I'm gonna unplug the aquaponics so it's not like. Shh. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. <laughs> the last. The last like 10 times I've heard somebody say, oh, you're going to hear my dogs or, oh, my kids are blah, blah, or whatever jet plane. Yeah. If they're using StreamYard, I have not heard it, it on the podcast version. No, it seems pretty quiet. I think they are using some fucking crazy next level editing it's and sound gating. Good audio, yeah. some good audio going on here. I'm trying to figure out why. Let's Are you see. having audio time hearing me? Hold on. Uh, no, you're fine. You sound okay. fine. Ah, and there he went. I bet his signal was like right on the fucking edge. StreamYard's pretty cool like that. It will pretty much take over your device and shut everything else down that it kind of has to to keep like the StreamYard link is priority link. Um, Sometimes I can feel the little laptop when I do it on my phone. Fuck, it gets hot. <laughs> hot. Um, so, okay, he said he was having an audio issue and then he blinked out, so I'm going to bet he's having just a general connectivity issue. Uh, on with the story. So Friday night, date night. Yeah, so we uh, so we took our bag of dicks. Uh, we headed into the city. We got down there like super fast because everybody tries to get the fuck out now before sundown or whatever. Because you don't really go to the city anymore, except if you're going to a ticketed event and then it's about driving the homeless dude. Hopefully, you pick the right one to watch your car and not let it get jacked, and you're not just giving it to the guy that's gonna jack your shit. But whatever. Insurance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck. When you say, hey, don't leave quarters in the cup holder because people will break your window for it. And some people are like, yeah, I don't fucking believe you. Yeah, it's true. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. We were talking about knife class. Ha, ha, I was just playing with this. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, we went to... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We went to... Um, so we went to the... We went down, and uh, since we got there an hour early, we were like, fuck it, let's go to Home Depot. That's what we do for date night. Bag of dicks, go to Home Depot. Um, cruised around, looked at all the Ryobi 40-volt shit, and... Uh, I was looking at the Ford. I was looking at the Ryobi electric tractor, uh, but somebody that has actually bought one and used one warned me off of it. All right. Weird. Yeah, I don't know why it blew me off. I had, Did you I had have the back a, button. I'm on my phone. That's what I figured. I'm like connectivity. Yeah. It, it, man, StreamYard really tries to be the fucking thing, though. It takes every, everything it can until it loses oh, yeah. it and then it throws you off. I don't know why it's uh, not going over the the audio in the car right now. It did the one time, so it's kind of oh, see if like that changes you're using it. the mic on your phone, okay, so it yeah. wants to pump the. No, audio yeah, I was. Out your phone I was Bluetooth. Well, I was Bluetooth to the audio in the car, and one time I tuned in, and it was fine. It was like over the car speakers, and everything was right. cool on your end. For some reason, like it seems like a StreamYard change thing. I can't change the audio source. I can change the mic source. So I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. But it sounds decent. It's clear. Get, I think they'll get to that. And yeah, it's like it's oh, yeah. recognized. Like you want to use one for audio, one for miking. Right. I just know if I put my Bluetooth earbud in, it's shit. That's the one thing I can't do. And nope. It does not work well with Bluetooth shit. The Bluetooth earbuds, especially. Or yep. even the Bluetooth mics. I think that little tiny millisecond delay is too much for the gating. Yeah, it fucks it up. It, it can't sync it right because it's got yeah. the echo cancellation in. So I think it probably interacts with that or something. I'm guessing. Who oh, knows? Totally. Okay, so I was telling everybody about going forging. This is my, uh, so. This is my everyday uh, that I carry around. Um, ah, nice. It, it's not it's, the one you made, is it? <laughs> no, no. I found this in a parking lot. It's a uh, who's the stag uh, on gun shit? Is that uh, 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 what's that one? What's that symbol? Oh shit! Uh, it's like Browning, I think. Yeah, Browning. Browning? Browning. Yeah, yeah okay. somebody probably got this when they bought a gun, and they probably dropped it in like Texaco parking lot. I've carried or it fifteen years. Or so, yeah. Yep, yep. I, I, I like the point though. I, uh, that Tonto like, point. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it, we weren't supposed. Okay, so here's my. Oh shit! Let me put this down properly. Uh, <laughs> so here's mine from from the class. So this was a horseshoe. Uh, right. Oh yeah, you know horseshoes. Here's the mark yeah. on it. It's a. Uh, it's a K one, I guess. Uh huh. So it's a rear shoe. He said. Uh, uh -huh. you know, I guess that's a size. It's a size one. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I tried to put a little. I tried to put a little on the front, you know. But he wanted it rounded, not oh, straight on the bottom. Yeah, it's like, well, if you ever use it for skinning or something, having that round, that big wide round tip, that's going right. to come in real handy for that. Yeah. Yeah, and I like. I think what I'm going to do is put it on my grinder. My hand's a little big because he ground the notch into right. it. But we had to do yeah. everybody's kind of speedily, and I yeah. think that's probably the part where you'd get hurt most for just people walking off the street. If you slide forward up on that blade and don't have that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think I'm going to move this notch for my finger up eh, a centimeter. Yeah, yeah. And just it'll yeah. still be nice. Cut, it won't be such a big one, but you don't need that big a blade for skin. Yeah, cut you have a good, a good finger size divot right there 
right in front of the handle just so you can't slide up off of it. Right. That's that's yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, I'm gonna put it up a little further. But yeah, okay. The one side just shows the horseshoe shit a little bit nicer. Right. You know? That'll give you more control over like fine stuff that you're doing too. You know the fun thing was though. It was great. <laughs> I almost got stabbed a few times by Candace. As soon as I went to fucking help her at all, right? I got the like whack. <laughs> fucking get away from me. Right. So oh, it's like the big burly teacher guy goes to help her, right? They're like, oh yeah, oh, you can hold my knife. And I'm like, <laughs> but so she fucking loved it. Her knife turned out way better than mine per the spec. She got, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, she got, she was being loved. So, uh, nice. so now she loves forging shit. And, uh, so now she's on the hunt for an old anvil. I was uh, like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, like, fuck Amazon. We're not buying no new one. I don't know if I, I want one. I'll be going to pick off. No, no, buy a new one. Buy, buy an old school one if you can find it. Old. I know old. some guys, if they, if you're doing just small shit. Um, like knives and stuff. If you can find just like a chunk, like a cutoff section of old railroad track. So there's a guy. Those work pretty list. good too. Yeah. He's got a 16 inch piece of railroad. It's a railroad track anvil. It's yeah. all yeah. ready to be mounted on something. We were talking like yeah. a, uh, if we mounted on like a big heavy thing, right? But on a motorcycle stand, so uh -huh. like one kick piston it up six inches. Oh yeah. Her so and I, the so totally. Yeah, the blacksmith, his whole big deal was your anvil should exactly be at your knuckles. Like if you're just hanging down, hanging down, yeah, relaxing. Like I like when I teach rifle, natural point of aim, right? No muscle right. involved. Um, boom. Okay, where'd that go? Now let's move the U, not the try to aim. Well, that's gonna put, that's so, gonna put what you're doing at, at the natural point of percussion, the maximum force that you're swinging. Anvil, the place where it would bounce more. And yep. it was deader, and you could like he's yep. like if you get aligned with your shoulder to your elbow that to the thing to bounce, it's no yep. energy. Like you can hit this a thousand times, or you can sit here right. like a gorilla. And I'm like, I'm a gorilla for a while. <laughs> well, if you want to put it at like a set height, y'all got all those trees up there. Just knock down a pine tree and have a stump at that height and slap your anvil on it. That's you know, just adjust it there. There's all these yeah. big, huge stumps, right? Yeah, so yeah we're gonna exactly. do that. But I'm putting on a motorcycle stand, so when her and I are working, so you can adjust we can it for have your one getting hot, right? right, and one pounding on different two different projects, and it's just yep. a one kick, and your whole anvil is up or down. Yeah. And it makes sense, yeah. Boom, that'd be cool. Yeah, something like that. Or get two. Uh, be fun. You gonna put in a forge? Huh? What kind of forge you want to put in? Uh, we are just look. Uh, so the little forges on uh, on Amazon. You could pick uh -huh. up a brand new little forge for making knives and shit for like 130 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. No, not bad. It's, it's yeah. just a fucking propane jet. I could probably monkey oh, yeah. one with some fire. Probably good, but for 130 bucks, you may as well save yourself the effort. Hey, I even know a guy with like an Amazon affiliate link. So yeah, you could you could totally. <laughs> what about, you should put it on the uh, go when, when this gets published. Go back in the show notes and drop that fucking link in there. Oh yeah, well, I can do that. Yeah, so totally. Thirty-five bucks, but holy, it ain't just that like, hard. We're saying oh, like, holy shit! You can actually go to Amazon.LibertyMeat.Solutions and and search there, and then hey, there you go. Takes care right. of it all. Do <laughs> you see anything come through yet? Do you see my paracord come through? I did. I did. Yeah, it, okay. it popped up. That was a bunch of paracord too. That was a pretty big chunk. So the funny thing is, I always get thousand foot spools. May as well. It's the cheapest way. 
Yeah, yeah, you can tell like what year a project got done around here by what color paracord's on. How and, much it's faded? Yeah, or a, or they actually buy different color colors. every year. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's pink, white, uh, yellow, right. black, army green, and so this one. Oh, yeah. Now we're to black. <laughs> I almost always buy black or army green for most shit because usually when I buy it, I'm usually buying it for like camping. So I've got that in the back of my head of like, eh, may as well have shit that didn't stick out. Really, you know? what they need to do is buy another one now instead of waiting, and they mm -hmm. have that new shit with a uh, uh, with a light cord thread in it, reflective thread. Okay. So hmm. you could get black with the white reflective thread spiral thread. Oh, so you could pull the reflect reflect thread, eh, reflective thread out if you wanted to use it if you wanted visibility. Uh, no, no, it's integrated. It's integrated because it's weaved in the casing, but uh, it's for like tent lines and shit. So like you're yeah. festival, people aren't like kicking your tent over all night because you every tent line like yeah. blows in their flash. I'm doing that. Like when I was doing the farmers market thing or whatnot, I got some paracord to use for like guy wires on my little pop up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, blaze fucking orange. Oh, or that neon like safety green. Yeah, just you know so people see uh, flagging tape. When I would do right. that, shit, well, I'd pull six inch sections and just tie little pink bow ties on. It, it was, was always so in like in a parking lot or something too, so I couldn't put down tent pegs. But if it's windy as shit, you want something. So I'd buy like four cinder blocks, throw in the back of the vehicle. I would spray paint them with like freaking orange. Like I'd buy a can of like that that safety freaking orange. Into them, right? So when, somebody would walk into them, but when they do, I'm like, you can't bitch, you can't sue me. That's literally painted like a traffic cone. Right. <laughs> Hey, but it wasn't windy. There'd always be some jackass old lady that wants to drive through the whole farmer's market instead of actually walk. And there with her mask on in her car alone. You know, they want to drive through running over kids and dogs. So <laughs> we started taking my, my cinder blocks and putting them out there at the ends of the driveways. I'd be like, we yeah. There's a couple drive-throughs like that. And there was, one time there was an old lady actually got her car stuck on the fucking cinder block. Oh, she, she, she was all pissed off. I'm like, you drove into a bright orange block. You don't need to have a license. Get off the road. Oh, speaking of that, we were looking at where they're building some new houses, and I was totally oh, looking at land, looking at land, blah, blah, blah. Some kids had built a fucking skateboard or be a you know, bike ramp out of fucking yep. cinder block and some burned up construction wood that was the same color as the road. Shit. Oh, the electric car drives like days like, yeah, two-wheel Joe. Oh, nice. Well, <laughs> Chicken Joe is not happy. <laughs> I bet. Oh. Hey, did you get, Did you hear anything about that? So I, I posted a link up in the one chat. I was talking about, uh, trying to talk to Patricia about that guy was having a problem buying a handgun up in Washington because oh, he said it wouldn't ship yeah, to his state. Fuck. Well, yeah, he, that's why nobody's saying I didn't realize. Apparently, in February, y'all uh, went to a restriction to ten-round max magazines. Even what so he already said. Even what he already said is too much. Yeah. Well, it's it, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, what yeah. the oh, hell? No, well, I know Patty was looking. She was looking at buying a handgun recently too. I'm like, well, that's gonna fuck you, because she just, I guess, sold her handgun because she said it was California neutered. Well, now that's what you're gonna need if you're gonna buy it in Washington. Yeah. Same shit in California. And they're like, well, what do you do with like old revolvers? You like gotta like fill barrels with lead or some shit or how most revolvers are under ten rounds, but still. Oh, is that what it is? I don't. With ten I don't rounds, he said. Yeah. He posted a link. I posted it over there in the in the after party chat where I'm we were talking. Gonna, I'm not gonna click it. <laughs> right, right. It's stupid, but yeah. yeah I was like, what the hell? I mean, I never heard about that. 
Like 10 rounds max in Washington now. What the like fuck? In an ordinary thing. When Jack was like, hey, bullets, beans, band-aids first. I like, chink, 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 done. Like, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking at that the other day, and I was like, okay, nobody I know shoots fucking well enough to be of any use. So, <laughs> some of this shit should get turned into, like, a tractor. Uh, right. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pare it down to what, you, what you're going to use, what's if actually you, valuable yeah, for you. If anybody out there wants a super fucking tricked out AR that I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever put a round through it. Maybe. I don't know. Fuck, I can't. It's been in the safe for so long. (laughs) I mean, if you're looking to sell that, you should probably post that over in that Liberty Meat chat. And if somebody's in your area and wants it, I mean, I got like 78 gun users over there. I'll put it in Liberty Meat chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to try to sell it, somebody might be interested. You know, I'm not going to have anything to do with interperson sales in Washington because I'm nowhere near there. But I'm just saying somebody might want to come by or maybe do it. Or it could get posted up other places from there if I throw a picture up. I'll throw a picture For up. Sure, sure. I'm yeah, throw it up. Why not? I was looking at a, my little Ruger ranch rifle. Fuck, they can. Yeah. I'm keeping that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I like little rifles like that. Is that one of those, like, is that like a lever action or? It's a 223 tiny box mag. Uh, oh, okay. Like Woodstock short. Uh, Bolt action or semi? Semi, yeah, yeah, for sure. I love nice. it. I don't have any bullshit. Nice. <laughs> I want a follow-up shot. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, fun okay, shit. That's gonna go bleep boop back on boom number two. Yep. Hop hop. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, like rule number one of Zombie Land? Double tap or no, something like no. that? Like okay. <laughs> so I shoot uh natural point of aim, right? at the bottom of your breath when you have no muscles involved at all so it's like yeah. pop, pop. <laughs> yeah if you hear somebody shooting at that cadence stay the fuck down yep. you're gonna get killed you're gonna have problems pop, 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 pop. don't problems. worry about shit you go run around and dance like a monkey they're not gonna hit you because they have no control exactly <laughs> you're using muscle to try to hit you good luck We'll put it this way. Most of the time, I'll, I may have to be ready with a follow-up shot with a bolt action 30-06. And there's there has been the time occasionally well, where, I have, to, where I, I have to headshot a moving pissed-off cow at 30, 40, 50 yards yeah. between the eyes. That's One not, shot drop. That's if I can pull that right. off, I ain't too worried about if somebody wants to come fuck around on my property. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other skill. That's like that's like shooting skiing. It is a different skill. It you is know, a different being skill. Being able to move, hit moving stuff is whoop. Oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, shooting something like that and being able to – well, when it comes to trying to do like a proper slaughter, you're also dealing with an animal that – I tell people all the time, they ask, where do you shoot them? Like, well, I can tell you where to shoot them, but what matters more is where does that round go after it enters. And the so exact angle, right? Yeah. And where it is and whatnot. So <laughs> when you're talking about perfect headshots and being able to do it in one shot – that's a whole different skill set. So uh, people ask all the time too. They're like, what's your like number one defense round? I'm like, fucking, I'm going to go for the 22 because 90% of the time, if you're close enough for me to bother shooting with you or shooting at you, you're within 50 yards and I can drop you with a shot between the eyes from 50 yards. Yeah, like, yeah, no sure. way, no way. Like iron sights every time I will, I will do it. And I, and you know what? 
if it doesn't drop you the first shot, the second, third, or whatever, I've got 18 rounds in that tube mag yeah, on that old the stock two, rifle. Two other duties, right? You yeah, right? So and it's going to cost you about 75 cents to put you in the dirt. So <laughs> I'm not worried. If, I don't need an AR for it. <laughs> you have so many more rounds to send down range. Right, and, right. And your front your front fucking sight never comes off the target because there's well, no recoil at all. So we had that conversation. We had a conversation the other night. He was asking, like, he was like, I like 22 Magnum, honestly. He goes, Do you uh do you have any recommendations for uh, a semi-auto pistol in that? I was like, I've never really had one, but let me look. I had no idea. The Keltec 22 Magnum, okay. their their semi-auto pistol, it has a 30-round magazine. Yeah, that's about like, 30. I don't give a shit what round you're shooting. If the first five rounds don't penetrate a skull, the sixth will. Thir- I have 30 bird. rounds. Every well, time no. I pull the trigger? So that Mossberg, uh, what the hell was it? It's the AR replicant that looks like an AR exactly. That oh, Mossberg that comes with it is like 20 or something or 25. Damn. Just out of the box. And if you if you right. duct tape two of those together. Oh, yeah. You're talking <laughs> 50 rounds, like 50 to 60 coming fucking at you. You're going to exactly. barrel, but... Man, talk about suppression. Well, yeah, no shit. Well, that's with the thing. You're on a far corner. Twenty-two mag. You deal with twenty-two or twenty-two mag, and you're in. You're in it. If you can get a suppressor on there, dude, oh, you can be so all anyway. It's just barely enough to throw that slide back. Yep. And they're so. Actually, my uh, my pellet gun is louder than that for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, between the spring and the sonic crack, the pellet gun's faster too. The pellets. I'm pretty good friends with a guy that's got a. uh, He's got a suppressor on a 300 blackout, and he said there was one day he was out in the backyard. His mother-in-law's washing dishes. He goes, "I I shot a groundhog like four times just because I was just playing with the rifle." I came inside and said, "Oh, there's a groundhog," and she said, "Oh, you're gonna have to go shoot it." He's like, "I already did. I never (laughs) heard a shot." You know, he was right outside the back of the house. Yeah, it's. There's some fun stuff. And in Texas now, Texas just said, fuck the feds. If, you're, if your suppressor is made in Texas and you buy it in Texas, you don't need a federal tax stamp. So they're doing – didn't Montana do that a few years ago? They so might have. The ones know. that were engraved made in Montana for Montana or something. Yeah. Like, something, something they like might that. have. But, yeah, no, if it's – I mean, technically the federal government – it's sort of like a lot of states <laughs> to do with weed, you know. The, the the federal government says, no, it's still not legal. But Texas is like, yeah, but you really can't enforce that shit without us – without our cooperation. So, fuck it. Right. As long as they buy it. They're not – if you buy an out-of-state <laughs> suppressor, like manufactured outside of Texas, yeah, you still got to go through the federal rigmarole. But, right, right. Well, granted, good luck. There's going to be a year till you get one here because now every suppressor manufacturer that's popped up in the last year or two – is overloaded with it with like orders because yeah guess what when you suddenly open up an economic opportunity like that yeah wouldn't that mean yeah. that everybody could make their own now too under the same i'm whatever. not sure how that works out but that would be pretty cool yeah i, I would I don't do it don't do it just because we're out. thinking about it yeah but i'm like could that, it would seem if you could buy one you could make one you would oh, think maybe so not. maybe not you maybe would, not because they're pretty weird about the ways they want to structure those things. So it's one yeah, of them. Actually, yeah, I don't know. know. That's why I don't. I haven't had to deal with that in decades because I got it. Oh no! I've been seeing the. I've been seeing videos on like YouTube and TikTok lately of uh, a lot of people posting. 
they're having the ATF showing up, knocking on their door going, Hey, we just, we saw you bought this gun five minutes. We'll get out of your hair, but we just want to make sure and confirm that you got it. If you can bring it out and show us, cause we want to make sure it's not straw man purchases. And it's like, yeah, that people are usually trying to be like compliant, and nice and shit like that to get rid of them. But like multiple people, me included are coming like, no, your proper response then is if you don't have a warrant, go the fuck away. Right. You don't show up to my house. I want to confirm what guns I do or do not have. The fact that I that you have paperwork that shows that I bought that gun should be enough for you as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. if you've never it, used it, that's it already properly, too much. And, that's already too much. But. And you already have a shell casing that matches it at the factory. Right. If it's ever used you properly, you know who bought it. You would just come see exactly. So if I bought it and gave it to somebody else, it's going to come back to me and I'm fucked and I'm stupid. And that's my problem, not yours. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. in my safe. Yeah. Yeah. Suck a dick. Is it's like another it. excuse. It's just another excuse. I'm like, that sounds like we're pushing for a national registry here. And that's a <laughs> no. Yeah. Fuck. Good luck. I think California, didn't they have a big turn in thing. And for the whole state, they got like 15 guns or 10 or less, like less than a fucking dozen. So did you see what Jack posted? What he saw? He talked about it on his podcast today a little bit, but uh, he he did like a Twitter thing over the weekend. So New York, uh, they were like bragging oh, like yeah, the, cop no, the splatter ball, the splatter gun. Yeah, those are my like, favorite. Did you did you see me yeah. shoot? No, I didn't see you shoot yours. Oh no. motherfucker! It takes like twenty four hours to get, or eight. It takes eight hours to get the ammo. So rehydrate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll rehydrate one cool. for Wednesday. Oh, here, hold on. Yeah, do it. Do I'm it. gonna write that down. Okay, fun. Well, I, my comment was okay. So if they're going to count those, if they're going to confiscate those and say you know it's illegal to even own them in in New York City, so they're basically counting them as a firearm. They say they're an air gun, right? I said, so can we all go to like thrift shops and garage sales and whatnot now and buy any air powered like old paintball guns and pellet guns and. And, uh, you know, a lot of these water guns and splatter guns and shit like that. Can we take them to New York and actually sell them to these gun buybacks and get some money for it? Can we all cash in? Go get some fucking $5 fucking throwaway kids toys. I mean, if you're going to count it as if you're going to charge somebody with a firearms offense for having it, shouldn't you be able to take it for your $50 a piece buybacks? Can we go get some $5 shit from Goodwill? Make some money. Why not? Fucking monetize the state. <laughs> Let's go. I'm gonna take the water guns back. No, the uh, so the new so now there's three companies making the units. Um, yeah, yeah. It was like it was a brand. Now it's a category. Okay. So Walmart's got some other one now, and uh, they're pistol size instead of rifle size. Okay. And they're like day glow green instead of that stupid fucking orange. Um, yeah. And it still shoots the same hundred feet. And it's uh, it's so funny because it's like Chinese knockoff says like uh, uh, hurts little like rubber band sting. Nice. <laughs> but it does. Like, I mean, it snaps you enough. Like you don't want to sit there and keep getting. You're gonna wild. know it hits you, but it's not quite as much as paintball. It's enough to make it uh, poof too. And if, and if you look at how small they are before you rehydrate them, they're like the size of a pinhead. I mean, they're yeah. They're tiny. So when that thing explodes, now you're talking thousandth of a pinhead. It's dust. But right. it's, not much right. it's dust. And it's made of cellulose well, or whatever. It, so it, I don't looks, it looks like it was, uh, to me, like Airsoft and Paintball had a baby. 
It, yeah, it's exactly what it is. They're airsoft that just shoots about a 30-yard shot, 100 feet. But, it's like a little gel ball. Yeah. You know, and that's, I mean, think about home defense, all of that, like close yeah. quarter. You're not going to be 100 feet. That's a fucking, that's a shot. And it flies true for a hundred. You're going to have a full shot like that. You're going to be fairly close. You know, you're not, everybody has these fantasies of I'm going to be 150 yards away, sniping somebody. It's probably not going to happen. By the time you realize there's a threat, you're in fairly close quarters. Yeah. So yeah, for, okay. So for, we haven't really planned a big thing for Squatch fall yet. And nobody stepped up to do a big thing. So I'm like, fuck it. I've always wanted to do capture the flag. Oh so yeah! Now that we can shoot a hundred yard, hundred feet, really well. Yeah. Right? yeah, it's on. So I'm picking up all the ski goggles I can at the uh, thrift stores yep. for like two bucks. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yes, yes. Then we get up. I like, need to uh, check if my so I got a I got an affiliate thing now with uh, a place that sells a bunch of air guns, like air air oh, rifles. Oh, oh, I wonder oh, if they real air rifles, real air I'll rifles. I'll have to look. They might sell spl- uh, splatter guns and shit because they sell like airsoft stuff, but they also sell like the real air rifles. Like you get like the 50 caliber hunting air rifles. I wonder if they do. They might do the splatter guns too. I'll, I need to look and see if they do. If they do, throw a link on there or, or the splatter collectors. Anything that's a gel. I'll check. Gel I'll check. Or rehydrated. Yeah. I think their 7.5 millimeter is the standard. Right. I never even heard of them until Jack said something. I was like, what is that? Some kind of, it looks kind of like a Nerfish sort of thing, I thought at first. But it yeah. It looks really fucking goofy. It looks Nerfy. Right, right. Uh, but the first, the Splatterball branded stuff did. I think they were a Shark Tank. Right. Um, so the new ones at Walmart, what it looks like from the box to me is that you screw a 20 ounce soda bottle onto the top. Okay. That's your reservoir. So now you don't oh, okay. need specialized mag like these have specialized magazines right. and you got well, to like, it like paintball. You had a tank ball. usually that was right above the action that dropped and in. Yeah, fold it. Yeah, girl, you gravity feed them right instead of electronically. Right. Feed them. Yeah. Now back in my late teens and shit, I was I was really really into paintball for a while. We go out and play woods ball and shit. I mean, I, to the point where I was like helping people modify their shit and everything. Oh, so you yeah. can help I me play the hell out of paintball. I, no, we went out a, a two couple of weekends ago, and this kid sold me a whole box of shit for twenty dollars. Oh shit! It, it's an automatic. It looks like an electric one, like a fully automatic. Probably uh, a spider with an electric trigger. Yep. Yeah, I guess. Oh, dude. I actually that was what probably one of my first like agorist things I did as a kid. I uh they had those electric triggers. It was just a little bitty push button that actually actuated it. Gotcha. I had a guy who was milling custom triggers so you could like double finger them and actually just like rock them. Uh but the switches that were back there. Cause I was yeah. in the ham radio. So I had right. all these, these catalogs for like electronic supplies. I found the exact same switches, but I found some that had like, instead of requiring something like 15 to 20 pounds of pole to actuate the switch, I found some that were three to five pounds of pole. So I was taking people's like electronic triggers apart, modifying and replacing the switches and then putting in his like modified triggers getting people to the point where they could literally shoot something like 17 rounds a second by just rocking your fingers, not just semi-auto. Oh, dude, you could load up. You could have like a hopper with like 300 paintballs in it and unload that shit in under a minute. 
on somebody. It was fun. And and still be able to go out to some of these different competitions where they wouldn't allow you to have modified full auto. You could just it was semi auto, but right. you would just double fingers like you're rocking that shit. So yeah, it was fun. Uh, skirting the rules even back then. Uh, the, ga- <laughs> the gamer skill comes in, right? Yep. Don't just sit there fucking. Yeah, I bet that just destroys you on a real trigger, though. Oh, oh, totally, totally. You, it was one of those things where it was like you found the loopholes in the game, but it was not a corollary to real firearms. It was. What I should no. do is I should airsoft is way closer to regular firearms. If you want to get some similarity of training, paintball. Paintball, I think, is probably more accurate and fun when it comes down to tactics right. than a lot of airsoft can be. Because you know what? You can get hit with an airsoft uh, round and lie about it. You can't lie about getting hit with a paintball. But when it comes down to the actual weapons familiarity, nah, there it's a different thing, you know. Yeah. It's more it's like it's like trying to do tactical shit with a squirt gun. Tap rack, what? Right, exactly. <laughs> And it changes the whole dynamic when you have a giant tank full of paintballs right above your sight picture. You know, it's it's yeah. Well, yeah, the balance is different. No mag changes. Yeah, yeah you're. Oh, we'd play in in the Midwest sometimes. It'd be a little bit cool out, and when it's like 40, 50 degrees out, if you're using CO two instead of like the really expensive compressed air tanks, uh, starts getting cold enough, your whole thing will freeze up. You start freezing paintballs. And now you're shooting rocks. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. right. Instead of getting hot, the action starts getting cold. But when you're using, yeah, you're using yeah. CO2, after yeah. a while, you see the whole metal on the on the gun frosting up, the it's whole like action of the barrel be frosting up. Yep. <laughs> you get the frostbite touching it. You know, you yep. said, ow, ow, no, those are really hurting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that we, we'd have to stop playing anytime it actually got cold enough because when those paintballs freeze, yeah, now you start drawing blood. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you really are shooting stones. Holy shit. Uh-huh. shit. Yep. Love it. There'd be people who just wear the goggles. They didn't wear the full mask. They'd lose a tooth or something like that, you know? Hey, I saw you're going to go on with, uh, with what, uh, SOE Tactical and Nicole? Yeah, it sounds like Wednesday. I don't have the full details yet. Uh, she sent me an email. Uh, I haven't heard all the full details back. Yeah, but, no, she, her she, show's she like was, 11 a.m. my uh, time. So I think it's, it's going to be, I think, 1230, 12 or 1230. I'll, I'll post the details for sure, but 12 yeah, or 1230. She always gets it going. I'm going to cut off to go do this. Right, right, right. Uh, he, her and Tim were just live a little bit ago, and we were talking right before that. So she hasn't emailed me back, so I don't know the full details, but I sent her all my shit for it. So, yeah, I haven't been on with John. Actually, I haven't talked to John yet other than comments and shit, so that'll be cool. I was like, kind of came out of nowhere. She said, hey, how are you busy Wednesday? I'm like. Yeah, because he's always uh, like, work. he's always like, yeah, yeah, I will never come where you are. You want to talk to me? Come on, like, come to me. Right, right. Whatever. So, yeah. so that'll be fun. I don't know what the topic exactly is going to be yet. I'm going to assume like meat, probably. But probably hey, you know, or down, so. or doing classes. But you've been doing all that cool yeah. lightning liberty shit too, man. Right? Yeah, that's, that's been, been fun. We've been that, that's been taking off and keeping the, keeping us pretty damn busy too. So. I totally love the idea of the micro tips. I'm going to put that on the new bag design. I kind of put that on. Yeah. I don't really think about it. But yeah, like yep. if you're having the actual cup of coffee and you're like, fuck, that's good. Having that Ooh. on the cup. Yeah, for yep. sure. I love that. 
I or, still you know, play with the, the idea. Whatever, just tip the roast. Well, yeah, the bag, the cup, whatever. I'm playing with the idea. If I can figure it out, I, I want to experiment more before I can say, yeah, this is something that's going to be easy to do because I'm not sure how the coding will all work out. But they have those NFC tags, like the non-contact, like, you know, that you just scan them with your phone for all kinds of shit. I think I figured out a way that you could literally just tap it with your phone, like tap to pay, and it'll just bring up your wallet and let you instantly tip. So people could slap down the bottom of okay. their coffee mug and just tap their phone local, to their coffee mug. Who's your local, uh, you know, barista chain that's not Starbucks? Oh, shit. As far as the local, there's a couple like little independent hole in the wall places. Otherwise, it's like Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts around here. Oh, no. Come on. Who's got like five or 10 shops in town that's got like. Around. to be a small restaurant. There's not really any small chains like that around where I am. If I went closer to Houston, I'm sure there's some, but I don't get down that way that much. But you're cruising around. Pay attention. If you find one that's like a mini chain. Try to go talk to someone in marketing about putting on their because they print those paper cups by like yeah, yeah. semi load to like ten yep. semi loads, which is about a year. So if they were gonna put a thing on there, oh yeah, allow their bartender. Think of all their baristas in their chain. If you could yep. tip them with your QWERTY code later when you're driving around with your coffee, like in ten minutes. Yep. Oh yeah, fuck! I didn't have a buck for the chick. Like clickety. Done. Well, the way right? to do that, everybody who's working when that tip comes in, instant. You could do that. You could set it up to where it'd be automatically splits. But the easy way to do that too would be to set up a QR code for a Lightning wallet for the individual barista, and they each have a cheap. You don't know how cups are printed. QR code Did you hear that I said they print ten truckloads of cups at a time. Well, they could print the cups, but think about how much cheaper it could be for that individual barista to have a roll of like two by two stickers with a QR on it, Ooh. and they just slap their sticker on the cup, and then they get individually tipped <laughs> to them. Instead of instead of being like, okay, it splits to everybody in the chain, so there may be thirty baristas, and they all get a cut for something cool one guy did. Oh, that no. guy slaps his sticker on the cup. Individual stickers printed yeah. by the boss. Yeah, wow, get, a, a, get a roll of fucking 5,000 PR codes to your Lightning wallet. Fuck, there you go. Boom. Somebody's like, dude, that guy was badass this morning. Tip that guy. Fuck yeah. And you could do that across every industry, not just coffee, too. You could do that at fast food restaurants if somebody wanted to. It could literally just be a QR code that's and be like, tip your barista with Lightning. Or tip your server. It have to be like a local chain. Like somewhere where you can right, have a real right. conversation with an actual fucking human that might even wear oh, blue shirts. <laughs> yep. Then then you would have a chance. Like, hey, you want to yeah. fucking homies up and you don't have to pay them more? It's ultra competitive marketplace right now. How'd you like to have happy bees? <laughs> exactly. And since you don't ever know they come in or this, that, or the other, well, guess what? You yeah. don't have to bother with reporting tips and all the tax like burden and shit like that. Did it ever happen? You know, I don't know. Three fucking weeks from now, somebody could look over in the fucking passenger seat floorboard of their car and see that cup. They're going, you know what? I got an extra five bucks today. I'm sending it to that barista. And they yeah, never random. know, but no. Random shit. Yeah, yeah. When you start, exactly. like, like, give us your lightning wallet that you want us yep. to bring code for. And I'll tell you what, when, when, Places like Strike and Cash App actually finally get their shit together and start being able to handle those LNURL codes. Come and on. you can tip on Cash App. 
Dude, that'll be easy. That that will be mainstream for everybody who has a fucking phone out there. You're talking like weeks away, not like it's not. if only they were, far. I mean, fuck the, the oh, trust me. Trust me. I've, I've, I've been talking for a couple months to Cash App's uh, support. I'm like, when are you guys going to start? You have Lightning now. When are you going to start supporting this shit? They're like, well, we just haven't yet. I'm like, well, I'm putting in my suggestion again this week. We need right, to right. do this. Every you know? week. Well, no, it, uh, so the guys all that taught the classes, there were like eight of them, they all had their picture on the wall and a little like where yep. I'm from and their Venmo address. And the right, way, right. Like if you had fun at the class, tip your fucking dude out. Or when exactly, you exactly. on the way out, you could tip them, but that'll be through the register. Yep. Well, you saw that you saw shit I, I sent you to to try that that little test with the tips with the click thing. Oh, I've yeah. got that up on my, on my shop website now for if somebody wants to do a tip type thing. I've been playing with that. And uh, yeah, I figured out how you can literally just—it's a clickable link now. You could be on your phone, on your fucking browser, if you've got a Lightning wallet on your hooked up to that, where you can just click and it automatically pulls it up and goes, "Hey, do you? How much do you want to?" One of your Lightning wallets, or it goes through like a check this, then check that, then check. Well, so like on Android on my phone, if I've got multiple different Lightning wallets, it comes up and like any of them that like support that, that comes up and goes, "Which one do you want to tip with?" Or I could set one to always use whatever. This oh, wallet. You can set it um, too. But then if you like, so Jack was playing, he mentioned the other day there's an there's an extension for like Firefox and like Brave and Chrome called Albi. A L B Y. Yeah, it's a little blue well, bubble, right? That's that's actually a lightning wallet, and it's like set up to where if you've got your website set up, you can automatically tip and shit, but it'll do all the other lightning shit. So you can just dump a regular lightning invoice in there and pay. And you can link it up with other wallets. So, like, I've got mine linked up with, like, eight different wallets that I play with. But for, like, the, the tip bot, I can link the tip bot straight to that. So I can be on my computer, on Chrome or Brow or Brave or whatnot, open up a website, and I can see a Lightning URL there or a QR or whatnot that I can copy it or click on it, like, I, if I do the click links like that. And it pulls up right there and goes, how much do you want to tip to this fucker? Type it in. Boom tips right out of my freaking tip bot wallet on the browser there i was like this is the way it needs to go right here and that shit links to like if you set it up right your twitter profile your youtube videos if you put the right code in there it literally that has like a little thing up there on your browser like for the extension and the color changes you know oh this is enabled for this app yeah. you can click on that could down a window. like pins on their apron or their shirt yep was oh, like, yeah. if you don't want to share your tip with the feds, scan my code. Exactly. That well, and that's why I'm shit. looking at these right. NFC things, too, like the tap to pay type shit, because that, right. that tech in there on like probably 75% of phones have it. Only the cheapo phones don't have that tech. Right. So if you can do like tap to pay for like Google Play or Apple Pay, it works with that. It's the same tech. So if I kind of figure, I think I've got it figured out, but I, I need to get some of these stickers to play with. But you could program that sticker with the same thing as the QR for your lightning shit, slap that somewhere, and somebody could literally tap their phone to it, and it'll bring up their lightning wallet and say, how much do you want to tip? I know. So you could literally just tap to tip. You're going to be cruising around the country doing Bitcoin conferences. And oh, I don't know about that. See, that's the thing. All this shit is there. And it's been done and it's being done. It's right. just one of those things where it's everybody fiddling with it. I'm like, dude, if this shit could go mainstream, it's so fucking easy and fast. Hey, so that's an advertisement almost. So if you need help and you got a small business, like how do I get the 
Josh is really good at helping people, like really good. Liberty Meet Chat on Telegram. Yeah, Liberty. yeah, or if you go to Lightning for Liberty, t.me slash Lightning Liberty. That's, that, uh, that's cool. That's and there's a bunch of people in there that are way more tech into the Lightning shit than me. We got people who are running full nodes and shit. Oh, Lightning for Liberty is the specific chat that's that's a telegram chat that we yeah. really dig into the lightning shit so yeah. and that's 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 not all super technical either that's everybody that's people who are newer than me into it that's people who are just like a redneck like me who's just trying to figure out how to do tips and there's people who are like full-on running their lightning nodes in there too so hey baraplegic if you just tuned in rewind like three minutes later and listen to what we talked about about putting lightning addresses oh yeah on out, coffee dude. labels he's another roaster oh shit there goes josh he's out boom and maybe that's how it's going to be because we're at 54 minutes uh i'm sure his phone just took a shit he's down like south of houston i don't even know what temperature that would be like mm, north of hades <laughs> I told yeah, everybody no. you live south of Houston, north of Hades. It's probably like 110 down Something there. Like that. Right? South of Houston, north of Hades. Well, I'm a little bit north of Houston, but it still feels like Hades out here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How hot is it? It's got to be like over 100. Uh, let's see. Uh, the uh, the temp on the car is showing 104 right now. You fuck that. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, Houston 104 is like not, not happening. No, not for me. No, no. Yeah, and it's well, I will say it's not as humid as it usually is because it's been okay. so dry. But we're uh, still probably wind coming out of the west now. Humidity. What's that? Does the wind come out of the west and set off the Gulf and like in? It usually came in. Uh, I'm I'm happy when we do have a wind right now. Yeah. It's just hot, dry, and still. Oh, that stankity still, and it's cooking the moisture out of the ground, and now you're getting to the you, you've gone past the peak humidity. I I picked up a duck egg that was laying in the in the sand in the backyard the other day, and I was like, oh, how long this has been here? Shit, I don't know if it's it, how it is. So I went to go give it to the pig, but I just cracked it on the edge of the pan. You yeah. see, and the white was partially cooked. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's just laying on sand in direct sun. Cooking eggs. So yes, probably have one in the show. Middle of middle and high noon in the show. Oh yeah, no, you get that sun directly on it in a sandy spot. Yeah, I guarantee you, it's probably hitting one forty, one fifty. It's fuck. So we got into our like now we'll go like ninety days no rain. Like yeah, we finally got to it. It just took a lot longer this year, and it like whacked. That those late snows killed all the blooms off the fruit trees. No, it's like this this time of the year. It's usually drier out here, but the area of Texas I'm in, we usually get, we get on average 45, 50 inches of rain a year. Yeah, so you know, you we're 36 Texas. inches. We just get a but, lot of just pisses on us. It never I like, look, last I looked, I think we got like 27 this year so far. It's like, it's it's a rough year. It's, it's rough. I don't, we got, I think it was Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. I got about three quarter inches of rain. And that was the first like significant rainfalls past like a few splatters here and there that we've had in two months solid, Jack with it being over a hundred degrees. About the grass, uh, he said that yeah. he said the east or the west Texas guys usually go to the east Texas guys to go buy yeah, grass. Hey, which gets bad, yeah. and he's like, he's like the, the east Texas guys aren't giving it uh, up. Oklahoma and Texas is fucked this year. We got a first cutting of hay, and. 
a lot of times people don't want the first cutting because it's just not it's not the ideal cutting for saving hay. And a lot of people aren't thinking about it because it's not the time of year they're thinking they're gonna put up hay for the winter. Right. Because you know? right. usually we get some decent rain in this part of the state. Not this year. No. So the guys who got that first cutting and they got some stacked up, most of them are already feeding that hay because there's no grass. The guys I know who have actually really thought about it and prepped are like, yeah, well, we thought we were going to maybe get a second cutting. Would have been our third cutting, but okay. So well, is there they're, they're grazing their hay now. They're grazing their their second, third cuttings of hay now because that's where it is. Uh, people are selling their cattle at the at the sale barn left and right. People right. are having their cows just fall over dead. So people you eat pretty much the they can't go to finish out the animals. They're, they're right. dumping right now, right? They have to because unless you right now you're down to the point if you want to if you don't have a stack of, of hay and feed you're buying it from the midwest you're buying it from like you know wherever they have rain say kansas or whatnot and now you're talking and that hay is going to be instead shipping. of getting instead of getting hay for 35 bucks a roll you're going to be paying 100 right. by the time it gets down here and the competition for it's going to be ridiculous so people are selling out of cattle left and right and it's like as far as people trying to process shit at home I haven't been that busy on the processing side or helping people with it that much this year because nobody is able to get their cattle finished out. Or if they are trying to process it themselves, they're not trying to do that shit outside when it's 105 degrees. Right. So it's just one of those people left and right. Even some of these big producers are cutting their stock down because they can't afford to keep them alive. It's like you've either have to sell it or it's going to drop over dead. So if you got hay right now, you're trying to go just four more weeks to not dump it at the total glut when everyone's dumping. You're just Basically. trying to do the math of the like. Right, right. Basically. You got everybody and their brother out here doing a rain dance, just hoping we can get one more cutting of hay in before oh, we actually. Maybe they just come back and yeah. roll it. Yeah, yeah. This area, if we get a good year and, and we get consistent rainfall, we get three or four good cuttings of hay in a year. Wow. We've had one and we'll be lucky to get another this year at this rate. That's going to be significant. So it's really significant. And it's going to hit the food chain really hard. Stock up on beef if that's your gig. What if do you, you can get it about? now? Get it now because it is going to go. It's already high. It's going to go up. And then pork is like the go-to. Pork's going to be a go-to, but the thing with that too is look at all the all the grain crop failures around the country this year. People, I mean, what are you going to feed those pigs? So that's going to be the same thing. So we're probably going to have beef. If you're and if you want to get good pasture raised pork, well, you're dealing with the same issues as you are with with beef. Right. You know. Right. So. Uh, Grass okay. is the most abundant meat crop. Honestly, so fill, and fill the freezers is what you're saying. Get it while you can, for sure, for sure. And I'm I'm going to be. I, I have no idea how it's going to affect it. I've been seeing them moving. They're still out there. But this fall and deer season is going to be really interesting. Okay. Because who knows how much the deer population has been impacted by the the lack of graze and browse? Uh, oh. Yeah, did the did yeah did the young make it through? Yeah, I'm, they're out there, but, but that'll affect next I'm year. I'm guessing right? the population has probably been impacted by it. Uh, but on the flip side of it, if you can afford corn, because down here we can feed, oh, and a lot of guys do that. So feed, if you yeah. can afford corn, you're probably going to be loaded up with deer because they're going to be coming for that food when come fall. You know. Oh yeah, the deer hard to say. It's hard to say. There's a lot of variables there, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, It'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting here. 
Coyotes will be, uh, yeah, there's going to be pressure. Now, on the flip side, the other side of that for me, too, is a lot of guys want me to make sausage, which is usually 50-50 pork. So I'll buy sausage. And some guys want me to mix brisket and shit with it. So that added cost, I may have to go up on some of those value-add products. I don't know, because you last year, everything about pork yep. about doubled in price last year. I yep, guarantee dude. it's going to be higher this year, you know? You have no I did everything I could to not raise my prices last year, but... Uh, you know, it was tight. It was tight, tight. You got to follow it up. You have to. You have to. You have to. If you don't, you'll be the guys out of business. And then the other oh, guys yeah. that went up that were expensive will be in business. When I set my prices the first year, I left enough wiggle room that if I had to buy straight retail, I could afford to do it. Right. But I could. it was way cheaper for me to buy in bulk. And I was still at around the same price as the big guy competitors, you know. I was offering a little something more because it's personal. You're not getting your shit mixed. So it was competitive enough. Last year, I was like, well, let me try not to raise my prices on sausage. The price on the actual input doubled, but I still had enough wiggle room to actually make money while doing it. Yeah, it's probably going to go up this year, though. Yeah, you know. Because I'm not doing it for free. I'm not fucking working 100 hours a fucking week, three months of the year for free. It's not going to happen. You know? No. no, (laughs) Not doing it. The uh, So I put a landscape trailer. I got a five by ten with a back uh, like rampy deck. I threw it up on Craigslist. Uh, right. I love negotiating deals. It's oh yeah, it's so funny because you get every fucking scammer every way, right? Oh so, yes. So I get the uh, so I get the couple of couple of cash guys that want to buy it, but the first person is like, "Hey, we got an eleven week old." Um, uh, AKC Golden Retriever, not papered yet, but can be. Um, right. You know, would you consider trade for the trailer? So, like, okay, yeah. we've talked about an exact Golden Retriever too. So, uh, I was like, I'm gonna get back to you tomorrow because, like, that requires thinking overnight. You know, not a five second answer. So, right. That's a, that's an actual decision. Yeah, that's like a life decision. So we had a good talk and uh, was like, yeah, a male. 11 year old paper a bowl so we know it's a real golden retriever not a pit bull retriever <laughs> right exactly uh, so i was like okay so the next morning i hit him back and i said okay you're number one to respond anyway and we've decided we have room for a dog it can, it can happen so hey. come over bring the dog we'll see if he fits in with our dogs and if it goes down yeah, then yeah we'll do a trial run cash for the yeah. trailer so if the dog doesn't work whatever so i get back like in broken english uh uh or no then i say i say so since it can work um just send over the dog's parents paperwork so i can take a look at it yeah when you roll out of here with the trailer, if we keep the dog, you're not going to have the title until I take the dog to my vet and get genetic testing. And when it comes right. back, right. I will send you the title. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's, we're that's looking for the paperwork. And then like, like the next day I got paperwork. It was like, but we're, we're going to need the title before we roll. I was like, well, since I can just create any paperwork that I'm like the actual Pope, then 
it would be the same as your golden retrievers paperwork until there's genetic testing. It won't hurt you to not have the title because if you're telling me the truth, you'll have possession of the trailer. And you you'll have a sale. And you got a freaking time period that you don't have to get that thing registered or whatnot anyway. And unless you're trying to turn around and sell it and flip it, oh, you don't it's need 14 the days. Right away anyway. I'll have the genetic testing back yeah. in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So exactly. If, Not a big deal. Facts, then why the only way this doesn't go down right is if you're fucking lying. That's the only way the deal gets fucked up. Is right. If exactly. And it, it, if, yeah. that's so it. Then, and if that's the case, then come back and get deal. the dog. Or you fucked up. We all we we fucked each other, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw the comment pop up. Uh, oh Paraplegic yeah, paraplegics Bear. asking about. Yeah, yeah throw it on the screen. Okay. So paraplegics, yeah. the other coffee roasting buddy. He says, "I'll watch the show back. Can you briefly explain what a lightning label is if it's not too much trouble?" Okay. Okay. So you, you want to start on it? Or I can okay, I'll over. give you the basics. Josh will tell you how it works. So. Lightning is just a way of sending the tiniest, tiniest units of Bitcoin that exist. One hundred millionth of a single Bitcoin is called a Satoshi. Think of pennies. Just think of pennies. Satoshi pennies. It's a way for you to send pennies around for almost no money. It's limited. You can't buy houses with it. You can't buy jetliners with it. You can't buy fucking yeah. yacht. You I can mean, you buy, could, but it takes a lot of transactions. Yeah. Yeah. There's a limit to how much you can send through the system. Well, it, it's sort of like you wouldn't. You don't have try. to know the back end. It's a way to get right. little amounts of money. And since you and me are selling coffee for underneath the minimum by half or more, or a fit, the minimum is what's a max right now? About a hundred bucks. Depending on the wallet you use, hundred, maybe two hundred bucks or whatnot. Yeah. So you could slide around. So you're not going to buy a yacht with your debit card. You're going to do a bank a wire transfer for that shit anyway. Yeah. But for regular daily transactions, if you're going to buy Josh's spice or Barapolegic's coffee, you could easily send them enough satoshis to cover that transaction over the Lightning Network. So all the Lightning Network is is when you use Visa and MasterCard every day and you're taking debit transactions right now, you don't really, that money doesn't go from their account to your account. Like when that fucking thing happens, it, it just, it's pretend it's on your phone that it did. It did not happen. Over no, no, you have that confirmation. To each other, the banks pay each other and they settle the accounts. They just going over the Swift network and you're getting, you're getting ripped off for like, three percent plus right. for the transaction but, but so they can make the same money way as the bank overnight the banks talk to each other and settle up lightning yep. notes talk to each other in the background and like hey the total of transactions out of this western node to this eastern node was x to y the total right. nut is only you owe me a dollar you pay everybody on your end i'll pay everybody on my end everybody's fucking square That's right about, is that about right so so well well that that's and basically, like you said, it's fractionalized Bitcoin and everything like that. But the cool part is, if you say, if I sent you Bitcoin right now, if I sent you a hundred bucks, I don't have to take it as Bitcoin. I can take probably, dollars. Right, right. But if say, for example, I sent you a hundred bucks in Bitcoin, regular on-chain Bitcoin, send it to your whatnot. Depending on the time of the day, how busy all that shit is, blah blah blah, million factors. And, and we're probably gonna pay like what you know, three five dollars as a fee. Yeah. Just for that it direct transfer. If you buy a right. pack of coffee right. for uh, $25, you're probably yep. going to pay like 
four bucks for the transaction. Depending on how you do it, there's going to be a transaction fee. Yeah, right. two or three, at but, least one percent. It's going to suck so, ass percentage wise for the seller, me. And it's slow too. It takes a while. It'll be like ten minutes to confirm, kind of thing, depending on how busy the network is. So what Lightning did is a it's a layer two solution. They call it basically it's another network that operates on top of that. What they do is take all these micro transactions, smaller transactions that aren't big chunks that make sense to send with Bitcoin, and they group them all together. So these Lightning nodes, these these small little sub banks, basically, all talk to each other. And confirm all of these transactions quickly and independently in small groups, groups them together and basically moves that big chunks of funds. Right. It's all, like the all, overnight yeah. settlement, except they're doing yeah. it way quicker exactly. than overnight. But. but the beautiful part about it is when I said if I send money to Brian, he probably has that those funds and he's getting a notification of it before he could switch freaking like screens on his phone to tell what the hell just happened. Oh, yeah. Like, Jack I was taking money. He's getting that notification three like, seconds uh, later across the country. And yeah, he, he was on his couch. Uh, so, he had Jack found up this morning. And yeah. I was watching live on Odyssey. Yep. And you could, so he was just reading off the tips as they were coming in on Fountain. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, Joe673. Like, blah, 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 blah. Because he splits with his producer. So it was weird numbers. Yep, yep. So I fucking, yeah, I hit him too. I was like, boom, I'm going to get yeah, it. it. Like, boom, you can just hear it in the back. Ding, ding, oh, yeah, ding. And it's quick. Like Jack sent me, uh, or we, we were at Float Fest. He buys a sandwich for me. It was like five bucks. We we go and do the, and this wasn't even like the, the some of the quicker lightning shit we're doing now. This was like Exodus lightning wallets. He scans yeah. my QR code and it's like literally three seconds later, boom, it's there. And it didn't even cost me a penny. It didn't even register a transaction. No, no, it's like six decimal places over like, on a penny right now. It's like ridiculous it how, how quick and cheap it is. So the beautiful part about it is you can experiment and play with these micro transactions. Like I could send Brian a hundred sats right now, which is like something like south of three cents. But the, and, what can't and, happen, and it like, doesn't cost us anything to do that, you know? So when it comes so he's to a coffee roaster, though, go, right? so he needs right. a static address. That's the problem. So what we're talking about is the so there's ways to do that. So they, you, you like can have a set address, and most of these, the easiest way to do it is a QR code, but there's it doesn't have to be. It's just a line of code. Um, so what I was telling Brian is put but you have QR to know that there are two bag. kinds of addresses, or you get yourself fucked. If there you are, it, that can be a little and send it complicated. Out. Yeah, there's uh, there, there's some so so the, you the basic way you do lightning transactions is going to be invoices. So like the very basis of it is, I put in a certain amount, it generates an invoice, a line of code, and a QR code that basically just reads that line of code. Send it to Brian. It's a one-time use. He pays that. Boom. Done. Easy. Right. There are more advanced ways to do it now with either an LN a URL address. Sounds way more complicated than it is. It's like a tip jar. People can just send it to you directly to that address. There's also lightning addresses now, which look like an email address. Like I'm Liberty Meet Solutions at ln.tips. And if you send something to that with a wallet that will will read that format, it stays the same and it just boom comes in. And some wallets even have the the ability to add comments and shit to it. So you can have a QR code that you can just scan with the camera of your phone that's compatible with it that just reads that to the phone, to the wallet. And it's really simple, easy, quick tips. 
So if you print it, say it's a little QR code that looks kind of like one of those funky little barcodes, slap it on the label of your coffee. When somebody's feeling really good in the morning, because, man, that was a great cup of coffee. I think I ought to send that guy like a thousand stats, which is nothing like a 30 cents or whatnot or more. But they just want to send you a little tip, a little thank you. They can turn around and just boop, scan that code or tap this little sticker or punch this code in or click this link on my website or a million different ways. And it pulls it up and they can send that microtransaction. It goes directly to you. Nobody else gets the fee. If there is a fee, it goes to keeping the network running. And right now those fees are so ridiculously small on, on Lightning. You'll probably never even know that it was you're, taken out of it. You're sounding like Darth Vader. Oh shit! Probably my connection. But the, All right, uh, but yeah, it's super easy. Uh, but yeah, check out that that Telegram group. Totally, it's yeah, it's it. it, it, oh, it's, know, it's, there's two it sounds things. complicated, but it really simplifies the whole process and it brings it all down to where we individually can do it without the banks. Yeah, yeah. It will yeah, it will take your well, we just got an increase the other day. They're taking transaction fee from thirty cents to fifty cents plus the normal whatever two point nine or three point one. But yep. when you're selling twenty dollar items, right thirty to fifty cents is over time that builds up a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, that's another well, and a lot of them a lot of the credit card processes they base it on uh it's usually a percentage plus a certain amount. Like oh, right, right. That's what I just said. So like they took our fee from thirty cents plus thirty cents or some shit. So yeah, if you're imagine you have a bunch of two dollar transactions, those that little thirty cents, your three percent is not going to hit you that hard. But the thirty percent surcharge, that's going to rape you at the end of the year. Oh yeah, we looked. We were doing that at the farmers market when we were selling cups of coffee, and you start looking at like credit card fees for a farmer's market day with a dollar item in the 30 to percent range so i'm giving the market six percent i'm giving ten percent to the sales tax motherfucker and i'm giving thirty percent to the square guys so i'm like 36 46 oh wait 54 and then i gotta give the feds 40 percent of that Uh (laughs) wait so so little old me who did the actual 10 hours of work, I get to keep 24%. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. That, I'm going to go like, be a worker. I would, never, I would never advise anybody to, you know, keep your funds to um, where someone couldn't view them when it comes to tax purposes. But one nice thing about Lightning is if you aren't stupid and, like, reveal where the actual origin address, where you're staring, you know, sharing your shit is, you can actually probably be as private as a lot of these privacy coins and shit because since it bunches all of these transactions together, it works like a coin mixer in a way. You, yeah, you I don't have know to about that. So, so if you think about it, okay, if I took a thousand transactions, that's, that's just pulling a number out of my ass. Man, See, you just you're just like, that are all grouped together uh, in one, and they hop over five or six different nodes, all obscured over the Tor network. Right. If you are able to decrypt that 256-bit bullshit between every one of those, and those individual nodes don't know any of the details of what goes on in between, you would literally need a quantum quantum computer to actually have the time to sit there and crack a five-dollar transaction, and it would have to be worth the trouble. You're Darth Vader. <laughs> Damn it! And you're you're somehow not synced in time anymore. Well, shit, you're fine on my end, but it's an hour. I'm gonna cut it. It's time. Peace, man.
Bye, bye. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, for you podcast listeners out there, sorry. <laughs> that got so hard at the end. No. <laughs> I'll make you feel at home. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So the big picture. Uh oh. Hey, look. The talk for today. Tech. Friend or foe? Ah. Don't be a slave to it, right? But at the same time, don't be afraid of it. (laughs) That's why I was trying to basically say, hey, Baraplegic, you should know the big picture. People can pay you with Lightning Network inside their cash app now. So everybody can feel safe from the Strike app, from a couple big apps, like mainstream banky bank apps. You're not going to be hiding nothing or hiding it, hooky hokey, nothing. Just the thing. The reason me and you would want to use it as small coffee roasters is we sell small dollar items. Fees, fuck us. 50 cents a transaction plus 3% on a $20 item ends up being 5%. Is what it is. I love Square as far as the ease of use of it. But for the pleasure of taking US dollars inbound, I pay between 4 and 5% when it's all said and done. And no, there's not better fucking processors out there. I sell cannabinoids because I want to help people. Uh, I'm not supposed to say that. doesn't help treat or prevent any disease. Definitely doesn't. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there's a limited number of processors who will take your dirty, dirty money if you actually help people. Oh yeah, I can't say help. If you actually don't help people, uh, your money's dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> they don't want it. Even though the fucking chairman of the goddamn Federal Fucking Reserve sent a letter to the head of each Federal Reserve Bank in the United States, which would include fucking PayPal, <laughs> all of them, Cash App, all of them, and said, hey, by the way, Any business that is involved in cannabinoids, as long as they are following their state laws, those are good banking customers. That's what the letter fucking said from the goddamn chairman of the Federal Reserve. Hello. Hey, banking presidents. We hold your fucking charter and your nuts. Treat these people as good customers. And you know what the bank said? Yeah. Fuck you and fuck you and double suck it. Fuck you. Right? You get like somebody who like tries to use a coupon like three times in a row to make their order free. And you're like, hey, fuckhead, you can't have shit for free. You obviously abused my coupon. And they wee, 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 call Visa MasterCard. This company's selling cannabinoids. Meh. And they shut your account off overnight. Wham! Thank you, PayPal, after, what, 20 years of sucking dick and paying you every fucking month and paying you and paying you. 
right? One fucking asshole Kyle decides he's not going to be allowed to use the same coupon over and over and over and over until the shit's free. And then I get to work for him for free, right? When I refund his free transactions, <laughs> well, it was a couple dollars. The coupon didn't round it all the way out. So he got to actually use a Visa MasterCard through the PayPal system so he could narc on me. Not narking. I wasn't hiding anything. I sell fucking cannabinoids. Cannabinoid naturalfoods.com. Oh, goddamn. Okay. I'm going into this as soon as this uh, as soon as this is over, and I am making a coupon code. Code Kyle. It will only be for 20% off of any cannabinoid item. 20. Oh, where's the percenty thing? Percent off. Boom. www.cannabinoidnaturalfoods.com. Um, I can still hear my typing teacher. You'll never get a job if you can't type 40 words a minute. Don't use those two fingers. That will never work. Hey, bitch. I own four fucking companies. Suck a dick. Oh, public school teachers, that was all for you. <laughs> if you work for the government to indoctrinate our children and tell them shit like that all fucking day, like lies and beating them down right another brick in the wall hey teacher <laughs> yeah uh-huh hey teacher i'll teach myself thank you oh yeah so anyway www.cannabinoidnaturalfoods.com 20 percent off all items coupon code kyle you know what? I'm just going to leave that motherfucker up there. <laughs> just because some bitch narked me out to PayPal, like, I don't know, a long time ago. And PayPal immediately suspended my account and stole all the money. <laughs> and then sent me a letter that was like, hey, by the way, we just fucking stole all your money. <laughs> Confiscated your shit. Uh, we noticed you've been selling cannabinoids out in the open with all the federal disclaimers and following state law, just like you're supposed to. And we got the letter that said we're supposed to treat you like a good bank customer, but our president is an actual cuck. So fuck that. We're just going to fuck you over as hard as we can. But being the good contract reader and lighter and sometimes compliant bitch when the time is right, right? Respect is not earned. Respect is given. And it's demanded. And I wasn't ready to have that tit shut off yet. Because, eh, they're fucking useful. If you can use tech for your own purposes, use it. Standing there screaming, if I could only pound this fucking nail in. Standing on a pile of hammers, right? But no one's like... That's a fucking hammer. You should pick one up, right? Yes. Use it. Yeah. So PayPal, suck a dick. You're always assholes. Nope. I still have an account. I'm still set up. 
I don't sell the shit that you don't want on there. You cannot get it on my website through PayPal because I will not take PayPal on my website because PayPal can suck a dick forever. Forever. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, the website takes all crypto. Well, real crypto. You're going to pay me with some bullshit stuff. I'm going to say no. Uh, I got some uh, Cardano, Soldana, fucking Dono, whatever. No. Since you tell me it's worth something, okay, here's what you do. Turn it into Bitcoin. Send it on over. There you go. If you're going to tell me a story that your shit is worth something, well, then you should believe it yourself. Turn it into dollars. Send it to me. Turn it into Bitcoin. Send it to me. That's how that fucking works. If you don't think you're shitting on a shit coin, sitting on a shit coin, well, super easy. Convert it to something fucking hard like Bitcoin. Send it to me. Send me Ethereum if you want, but mm, fuck that. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Commercial, commercial. Coffee, consulting, cannabinoid club. Members till the NFT launch, 56. Boom. Thank you to our newest member. Uh, oh, RTA. Now I'm... <laughs> Uh, now I'm going to just have a brain fart. I'll get back to you. Uh, they're a great, uh, they are, uh, oh, let's see. Oh, Johnny, the creamy body. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I'm being asked for some advice on some coffee consulting. Hey, I'm getting called in by a fucking member. So I got to go because that's my real job. C, four, C, four. <laughs> coffee consulting cannabinoid club go to the website foodforcefarms.com you see it up in the corner it ain't that tough foodforcefarms.com have a fantastic fucking day i love you go build something do something whatever relax if you need to sleep if you need to go eat if you need to whatever your body will tell you just pay attention tiniest bit oh have a great day Maraca! <laughs> oh, sorry, Scrap, sorry. Hey, it's Old Scrambling here. Wanted to tell you about the Squatch Fest. It's a festival of music, arts, and light. We have it twice a year out at Camp Suniki. It's for friends and family of the show any of our NFT holders and tickets are for sale right now at food forest farms. So get on over and get your Squatch Fest tickets. If it's hard to remember the food forest farms website, it's super easy to remember the squatchfest.com the squatchfest.com come camp out in some beautiful old wilderness while listening to some cool music enjoying arts and creating all the light you'd like come on out the squatchfest.com